Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kinkrick, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. All right, hello and welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Gingrich, and I'm excited to be here with you today. I had taken last week off from podcast, uh, not intentionally, it just kind of happened that way. There's a lot going on over here. So what I've decided to do is to record two podcasts for this week, which I'm really excited about both of these topics. I don't know which one's going to be first, this one or the other one. So yeah, that's just what we're going to go with today. This is actually my third attempt at recording this podcast. I've been interrupted twice already, um, which is ironic because the topic for this one is the unspoken workload of motherhood, right? We all know that we as mothers do more than our spouses or significant, uh, significant others. Um, if we're, you know, in a to adult household that we just, we do more of the work, um, especially if we're working um, full-time or part-time or own businesses, and then we're coming home and, you know, as people say, we're on our second shift. So the purpose of this topic today, I don't know if it's necessarily just to bring additional light to, to what we do and to share more information or to look at it and say, hey, this is why we might be feeling a little extra overwhelmed, a little extra burnout, a little extra, you know, freaking out or anxiety or something. This is why we're feeling this way because we are carrying more of the workload. And when I think we understand those pieces, that also allows us to say, oh, okay, that's why I'm feeling this way. That's why I'm so tired. That's why I can't think to do anything outside of, you know, work and homeschool. And, you know, I don't want to do the laundry. I don't want to do the things. Um, that could be why. So I, that's why I share this information. So take with it how you want to take it. But I will let you know that I got this information from an Instagram account called at Working Mom Notes. They shared the facts and figures that they got from the UCL Institute of Education and the Institute for uh, Fiscal Studies. So the information, so I shared this, I shared their post in my Instagram stories and just asked the question of, hey moms, are you doing, does this sound about right to you or do you think you're doing more? Um, and it was about like a 60-30 split of, yep, that's about right, that's what I'm doing and uh, no, I'm doing way more than what they say I'm doing. Um, and I think for everybody it's different, but we do carry more of the workload and a lot of the times, and last night was a great experience for me, and I'll share this story a little later on, but sometimes I think our kids just naturally gravitate towards us. They naturally gravitate towards finding comfort in us as the mothers, not necessarily their fathers. So here are, oh, and before I get into this, I'm going to do a little interrupt. I apologize, but I'm going, I meant to do this in the beginning, but I'm not starting this over again for a fourth time. Um that I am going to be doing a free meditation challenge 
for 15 days. So it's basically a 15 day meditation challenge, mindfulness meditation challenge for really women, working moms, mothers, stay at home moms, whatever you are for women. It is primarily for women. And I'm doing this for those of you who are feeling stuck and feeling like you're just going through the motions of your day and your life and you're just going through everything. You're not feeling any sort of excitement. You're almost numb to the world around you. You're not really enjoying life anymore. You're just doing the things that need to be done because they need to be done. I'm going to work because I need to go to work because I need to pay the bills. But you're not really taking the time to say, yeah, I actually enjoy my job. No, I'm just doing it just because. And I want, I've created this program this three fifth this three week fifteen day program essentially around helping you shift those gears through meditation, through mindfulness, through brain activities that we're going to do. It will take you less than fifteen minutes every day for fifteen days to do what I'm asking you to do. And after those fifteen days, I know you're going to see a shift in how you think, how you feel, and how you act. You're going to feel more energized, more excited. You're going to get out of that mundane day in, day out rudimentary task that you're doing and you're doing without passion. You're doing without lackluster. You're bored. You're tired. You're overwhelmed. You're exhausted. It's going to get you out and pull you away from all of that so that you can look at life and go, this is what it's supposed to be. Oh my gosh, you can start feeling that excitement and that passion that you used to feel. You know, when you first graduated college and you were going to get your first job and you were so super excited, you're like, I'm going to change the world. And now, you know, 10, 15, 20 years later, you're like, I'm not changing the world. I am bored as hell and I hate my life, right? That's why I've created this challenge. So I am actually only accepting five women into this challenge. It is going to be extremely intimate. We are going to work together one-on-one as a group. Um, All these activities are going to be provided to you. You're going to get access to me one-on-one so that we can sit and chat and talk about your goals, your wants, your desires. And then as you go through the 15 days of work, what you're seeing, what you're changing, the challenges you have, and then working through those challenges together. So I'm not just dumping the information to you and having you do it. I am working with you one-on-one for, it's going to be three weeks. It's going to cover three weeks, but I'm only going to ask you to do 15 days of work. So five days every week. Um, that you're going to sit down and do this less, literally less than 30 minutes of work. Um, a three to seven minute meditation. That's it. We're going to start with three to five minutes and work your way up by the end of three weeks. And then um, 10 to 15 minutes of journaling. And then a simple little brain activity that's going to help your neurons shift and change and move, which I'm really excited about. So if you are interested, please send me an email and let me know or send me a DM on Instagram or send me a, no- a message on Facebook. All three are fine. My email is NikkiGingrich at gmail.com. So NikkiGingrich at gmail.com. Send me an email and just say, hey, Nikki, I want in on your meditation and mindfulness challenge. I'm taking five women and five women, women only. And depending on the response I get, it'll either be first come, first serve, or um, we'll have to do phone calls and I'll do a little process. And I'm going to choose the women that are open and ready to do the work, that are willing to put in. Yes, it's free, but I still, I want you to put in the effort and I will only take those that are willing to put in the work um, and the effort over those 15 days. So, okay, that's out of the way. I meant to mention that in the beginning, but I did not. But that is going to start on June the week of June 8th, we are going to begin. Um, And then we'll go through those last three weeks of June. So 
All right, let's get into the unspoken workload of motherhood. Here are some of the statistics that I found most interesting. Uh, Mothers tend to children 2.3 hours more than fathers, right? So 2.3 hours more. If you are a working mom and you're sending your kids, well, before when we were sending them to school, and this was actually taken during quarantine. So, so let me, let me do that. Let's not go back to pre-quarantine life and going, actually going to work and kids going to school or daycare. But we're still spending 2.3 more hours a day with our kids than, than their fathers are. And again, this is traditional family households, mothers, fathers. Um, and again, that's where the statistics came from. Um, so two point, that's a lot of hours. That's like an entire bedtime routine plus some. And we're trying to cook dinner and clean the house all at the same time. So this to say, if you're tired and you're exhausted, that's because 2.3 more hours of your day are spent you solely focusing on um, your children and your husband, your partner are not. So just remember that, giving yourself permission to say, wow, that's why I'm so tired and I'm not alone. And to also say, you're not alone. I love that. You are not alone, right? The statistics are saying you are not alone. So many of us out there are are feeling these same things because of these reasons. So this goes to the next two t- statistics are women who have lost their jobs um, during quarantine. So mothers are 23% more likely to have lost their jobs. And then mothers are 47% more likely to have permanently lost their jobs or quit. So I look at that 23% of women who have just lost their jobs, maybe just being furloughed um, temporarily, um, but 23% more likely to have lost their jobs. And then we're almost half more likely to have permanently lost jobs or quit during this time. That's a staggering statistic, staggering almost half of of people who have lost their jobs permanently or quit were mothers. I mean, we're more more likely to have lost our jobs than fathers. So that's not to say just women, but going between mothers and fathers. That that is just a staggering, staggering statistic. And in my personal opinion, I believe that that's just because we as mothers either took the hit and said, you know what, I'll quit, I'll stay home you keep working and I'll take care of the kids and homeschooling and all of that stuff. I think a lot of times it's self-sacrifice and a lot of, and then a whole big other piece of it is society and cultural really looking at us as working mothers and saying we're, we're disposable. Oh, well, if you do this, then you can just go home and spend more time with your family, which is what you want. And that's not necessarily true. For so many of us, we enjoy working. We want to work. We, we want to continue working. We want to, to have a job and to have something outside of our family. Like we are not meant to sit and homeschool our kids and be stay-at-home moms. That, and I'm talking to myself and I know if I'm talking about myself, I'm talking to so many other mothers out there. And I think a lot of times society and culture and men see us as dispensable and well no that's okay just let her go um they she can spend more time with her kids and they're making excuses to let us go because we're working moms so they see us as not working as hard and and there's that quote that floated around for a long time which i still think is very relevant is we as working mothers are expected to work as if we don't have kids and we're expected to parent as if we don't have jobs and I think there's a lot of change that needs to happen around that. And a lot of that change needs to happen 
with us. We need to speak up and make that change. We can't wait for society to change. Um, I think that's also why I'm doing this mindfulness and meditation challenge because I think it's going to allow, allow us as working mothers to say, to really be confident in who we are and what we want and to be able to speak up for ourselves when we, when we want something. So yeah, we have lost our jobs way more than our spouses, our partners, our husbands have. So just remembering that, that, that we are making a sacrifice and it's not a sacrifice we necessarily have to make. Now, if we had lost our job and we got let go, that's a different story, but it doesn't mean we can't stop and turn around and pick ourselves back up and find another job or find more work or start that business that just because we lost our job or we quit doesn't mean that we're not worthwhile. Um, we do have something to give to the world. And I think when we have women leaders, especially working moms as leaders in work and in life, that it empowers other working moms to do the cha- to do the same. And that's how we can make change. So I just wanted to share that statistic. I just thought it was very staggering and kind of go off on my little soapbox and my tangent there. Here's another really crazy statistic, and I say it's crazy because it's like, I know it's true, but to see it written down and to see it actually like, oh my God, it is actually true, uh, really kind of hits hits you in the gut pretty hard. That 40% of moms hours doing paid work, so 40% of moms who are doing paid work essentially are quote unquote working from home right now those paid work hours are split between that and other activities such as childcare, homeschooling, etc., doing the laundry, doing the dishes. So half of our time where we're supposed to be doing paid work, we're, our brains are split. We are not fully focused on our work like we would have been if we were at the office. That's why I, I've also seen this floating around a little bit and I don't think I've seen it as much. Um, and maybe that's just because I haven't, and now that I've said it, I bet you I do, that we are not in a state of we are working from home. We are working from home during a pandemic. And working from home, and I can tell you, I've worked from home without children in the house. It is an extremely different scenario than working from home with children in the house and homeschooling and keeping the kids up with work and keep taking care of the house and and my husband's also working and it's just exhausting there is so much happening and we're not getting that focused time to really do our work and not having that focused time kind of having that split brain of I'm half doing my work and I'm half being a parent that we're not, get, we're not working as efficiently as we could. And that is really hard. And there is, in my personal opinion, there's really no full solution. Just in that we need to understand that that's what's happening right now. And we are utter, doing our utter best, our complete and utter best to make the best of this situation. But our bosses and our supervisors and our staff need to know that we are doing the best we can. And we're not going to be performing at the level we were performing pre-quarantine because we're doing all of these other things. So expecting the work and the effort to be what it was to be the same as when we were in the office to now that we're home is unrealistic. And here in Pennsylvania, my husband and I are slated to continue working um, from home until the end of June. Now that could change any minute. My husband could be called back into work. I could be called back into work and that could, that could switch on a dime. Would we be prepared for that? I don't know if I really know the answer to that, but we would do our best and we'd figure it out. But there's so much happening that 
we as mothers are taking on so much more of this work being at home. And I know I'm preaching to the choir and so many of you are like, yeah, yep, that's me. That's exactly what's happening right now. And again, sharing this information could have been to just justify how you're feeling and what you're thinking and to say, okay, I'm not the only one and I'm not alone and this is okay. And giving you permission to take that big sigh of relief and to think, oh, okay, this is what it is. This is what it is. This is where I'm at. And I am doing the best I can and that's okay. And maybe that's me sharing this information with with you was just to do that, to say, hey, mom, it's okay. You're doing the best you can, both as a mom, as an employee, and as an entrepreneur. And however it is that you work, you are doing the absolute best that you can. And maybe your kids are on their screens a lot more than you would have liked because you've got work to do. My husband and I have done that where my kids have probably spent a good number of hours each day on the TV simply because we've had to get stuff done. And I've, I condensed my, now my kids just, as I record this, this is Saturday, my kids finished school yesterday. They both had their last set of lessons on Friday, yesterday. We are heading into the first week of June. Life, you know, is um, just moving. Sorry, I found an ant and I need to get it before it moves any further. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Anyway, see, we're doing all the things, recording podcasts, killing all the ants in the house. Um, But what we need to know is we're, we're excited, but now it's like, oh God, now I don't have to worry about the kids doing school, but now I don't want them just staring at their screens all day. What am I going to do? And we're now having the conversation of um, school and summer care. And that's what the other podcast this week is um, about, is talking about shifting from being homeschooling and working to now summertime and being home and what that transition is really going to look like. And um, so all of these things really kind of coincide together and are just very timely. And it's it's been hard the last, gosh, March, April, May, two and a half months, two and a half months that we've been home homeschooling and um, really doing all of the things and just figuring out how am I going to do this and you know, my employer and my clients have been so fantastic where I've just tried to share, I'm doing the best I can, but my work is, my work is suffering a little bit because I'm trying to keep up with all the things. And those first few weeks were really centered on how am I going to do this? And now that it's, you know, beginning of June, it's like, okay, how are we going to do this now through the summer? And really transitioning and saying, I am taking more of the workload. Is this a conversation I need to have with my husband? And what do we need to talk about and what is that going to look like of this is what we're doing and, you know, he's really stepped up his game, but his workload is also really heavy and my workload's really heavy and now the kids aren't doing schoolwork and just kind of navigating everything that's that's going on and, and understanding I am doing a lot of the work and I've had a lot of conversation where... You know, he's been like, can you do this? Can you make this phone call? We need to do this. And I've, I've had to say, no, I can't. You need to do this. This needs to happen. And slowly and surely he's been, been stepping up and really doing more. And even today, uh, so we need to bring our dog to um, doggy daycare. <laughs> she needs to go to doggy overnight camp for a few days in uh, a couple weeks. And she is not up to date on her shots. So I was kind of going through figuring all of that out the other day and calling the place where we need to bring her and kind of getting that scheduled. And and um, we are in the process of selling our home, trying to buy a new home. There's a lot of moving pieces happening right now, a lot of 
conversations with the bank and our realtor and, you know, the dog place and the vet. And, oh my gosh, it's just been insane. And, um, you know, I've really had to say to him, like, I can't make this phone call. You, you need to do this. Um, it's just, I just, I can't wrap my head around it. I can't do it right now. So, you know, really having those candid conversations, if you are feeling very, very, the heaviness of these statistics and saying, this is me and I'm doing more than what's on these statistics. Or if you're just saying, I'm tired, it's, it's time to have a conversation with your spouse and say, look, this is the information that that's coming out. This is what other parents are also seeing. This is what other mothers are experiencing. And I know I'm experiencing it too. And I don't know what, maybe it's a conversation of, I don't know exactly what the answer is, but I am going to ask for your help. And I know when speaking to men, the one thing I've known to work is to, is to be completely blunt and honest. Hey, can you do the dishes? Hey, can you make a call to the dog place to book her for her overnight stay? Can you call so-and-so about fixing up the house? Can, you know, really just asking them because as men, and again, I'm talking to traditional couples right now, and maybe you're in a different relationship or whatever, but this is how I relate to my husband, and this is who I'm talking to right now. So, and just to be super, super blunt and ask them, don't tiptoe around the idea. Don't expect, please don't expect your husband or your partner to figure out what it is you need them to do. Men need us to tell them point blank what they want from us. They don't want to dig around and figure it out on their own and solve the mystery that is us as women. Be honest and straightforward with them. I learned this, you know, when my first son was born, I read this book and God, I wish I could find it. I don't even know if I, I don't think I have it anymore, but it was a, a mother who, so now my son is seven. Uh, so this book had to have been written at least eight years ago. And it was right after he was born, I, I read this book and it was basically, she interviewed a bunch of men bunch of men fathers and just ask them what they wanted from their wives and what kind of what was going on and just from their perspective and it just opened my eyes to oh my god I'm not being rude I'm not being mean I'm just asking him for what I want and then he appreciates that I say hey, I need you to do the dishes I need you to make this phone call um, and my husband has said that to me and the more I do that the more he might start doing on his own so last night I wasn't feeling well I was extremely tired. I needed to go to bed. My allergies were bothering me. Um, it's that time of the month. I'm just extremely worn out. And I went to bed and he was like, hey, I did the dishes. And I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Should he do them more often? Probably. But maybe he doesn't think of it. But if I need him to do them, I'm just going to ask him. And sometimes I don't, like I'm not perfect at it. But if you are feeling this additional overload and you are tired and you are exhausted, you just have to ask. Figure out, well, actually, I think the first thing is you need to figure out what it is that you need. And then once you figure out what it is that you need and why you're feeling these certain emotions, whether you're tired, angry, frustrated, burnt out, whatever it is, afraid, why am I feeling fear? Why am I, why am I feeling anger towards my husband? Why am I feeling resentment? And then once you under, un, unearth why you're feeling that way, then you can have a really blunt conversation with them and say, yo, I, I'm getting a little angry towards you, but I, it's because I need you to do this for me and you're not doing it. And I know it's because I'm not asking you. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to ask you right now to please help me. I'm, I'm really, I, I need your help. And when we ask them for their help and we're very straightforward with it, 
they're likely to help us because they want to help us. They care about us. They want to help us. And when we're honest with them and we share that and not from a place of anger, because that's what I'm saying. You need to figure out where your anger is coming from so that you're not screaming, you're not yelling, you're having a very truthful conversation, a very authentic conversation. And you don't want to come at them with anger and saying, could you just, for the love of God, just help me do this? No, you need to come, you need to take that anger. You need to figure out where it's coming from and then have a nice, a calm conversation with them and say, this is what's going on. I need your help. Um, And they'll be happy to step up. And then when they don't, because sometimes they miss it, you know, if you ask them like, hey, help me with the kids at bedtime and it's bedtime and they're not helping, say, hey, and it's the middle of bedtime and you're starting to get a little angry because you're like, I asked him to help me. Why the hell is he sitting on the phone on the couch? Say something to him. Hey, this is, this is where I need you to help me. I'm getting real frustrated right now. Can you, can you step in for a moment? Because he probably has no idea that you're like, oh yeah, she asked me to help and this would be a great time to step in and help. I'm telling you ladies, the more direct, the better off we are going to be and the more our husbands and partners are willing to help us. So yes, there is an unspoken workload of motherhood. So understand that you are not alone in what is happening right now. You have permission to realize that you are doing more, you are doing more than your spouse or your partner. You are doing more than they are doing. You are being asked to do a whole lot more and to show up in a million and one different ways. So give yourself permission to understand that that's what's going on and that if you're feeling exhausted or burnout, give yourself permission to feel that way. You are justified in how you are feeling, but then also don't sit in those feelings and take all this information and just say, this is how it has to be. It is not how it has to be. It can be different. And you have a choice whether you want to make it different or not. And it starts with understanding why you're feeling certain ways and then having those conversations with your spouse and or your partner. And if it means hopping in on this free meditation and mindfulness challenge, that is where you will unearth all of those feelings and those emotions and why you're feeling a certain way. And maybe that's why you want to hop in on this challenge and you want to be one of the five women that gets to do this because we will be working through things like this where we will saying, why am I feeling angry? Why am I feeling frustrated? And you'll learn and we'll work through together what it is that's going on so that you can have those authentic conversations with your spouse. Um, or your boss, or whoever it is, or your employees, or your staff, so you can have those conversations. So again, ladies, we're doing a lot right now, and I just want you to know that I hear you, I feel you, and we are doing the best that we possibly can, and continue putting up the good fight. Things are only going to change if we continue to move forward, and we continue to stand up for ourselves, and our beliefs, and for our daughters, our daughters, friends, whatever, our friends who have daughters, I don't have girls. So it's hard for me to talk about it, but even for our sons and our daughters so that they can have a different life than, than we did. And it is our job to do that fight for them right now so that they can have it better for themselves and that they can maybe fight a different fight that maybe we don't have the energy to fight right now. So that's what this is about, mama. I see you. I hear you. And again, if you want to get in on that free meditation and mindfulness challenge, I'm taking only five women. Send me an email. Nikki Gingrich at gmail.com and I will get you all taken care of. Okay. Thank you so, 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 so much. Have an amazing day and I will talk to you guys later this week because this one's going to come out first. I've now decided that. All right. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. 
If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.